0: Hello and welcome, everybody. Kendi Foster here. Did you know that if you were to adopt a vegan diet, that you would enjoy everything from better skin tone to a better sex life? In fact, you would most likely have more energy, vitality, look younger, and you may even ward off Alzheimer's. And guess what? You may have a better life overall. Wouldn't that be amazing? Well, today on my show, we're going to take you on a journey on how to embrace a vegan diet. Now, listen, I know some of you are thinking right now, ooh, that's not for me. That's something radical. Quite frankly, it's the future. So I hope you'll uh, stay with us today and tune in to this amazing show with my guest expert, Gene Stone. We'll be right
1: back. There comes a time when you know you need to restart and regain control of your life. A time to seek freedom from the anxiety, addiction, and other issues that may be bringing you down. A time to heal and re-emerge as the real you. Villa Kalima is a holistic residential recovery program exclusively for women for individualized treatment. Villa Kalima offers proven clinical and holistic therapies for the mind, body, and spirit to assure sustainable recovery. Villa Kalima focuses on healing the cause, not temporarily masking symptoms. It's the only way to truly recover and find yourself again. Villa Kalima is located in a beautiful, peaceful, resort-like setting and is a licensed and accredited residential treatment center accepting a variety of health insurances. Start your healing and renewal today by calling Villa Kalima in La Costa, California at 760-814-8214, 760-814-8214. Villa Kalima, a place for transformation.
0: Well, welcome back everybody. Today I'm calling the show The Courage to Be a Vegan. And here's what I found out. You know, if you change your thinking, you will change your life. That is what this show is about today. We're going to give you some tools, some strategies, some ways to really rethink so that you have a more healthy and vital life. Let's face it. Most people dig their graves with their mouth. I know it's kind of radical to say that, but it's so true. All you have to look at, at around is the, the society today, where we have somewhere in, reaching almost 60% in uh, obesity around the country. Now, I have a guest today that can help change that up in your life, and you can actually break your family's history, if you have a history of individuals that with type 2 diabetes or other uh, chronic diseases, overweight, uh, poor health, those types of things. It all comes down to how we eat. So today I've invited my guest, Gene Stone. And Gene Stone, welcome to the show, Gene. Great to have you. Thank you for inviting me. Gene is a former Peace Corps volunteer. He's also a New York Times bestselling author. He's written and co-written or ghostwritten over 45 books. Among these books are, are Forks Over Knives, How Not to Die, Animal Kind, and his latest book, which is 72 Reasons to Be a Vegan. I'm so excited to have you on the show, Gene. You're going to reset a whole bunch of people's lives today, I got a feeling.
2: (laughs) I hope so. Tell me your your
0: story. How did you end up a vegan?
2: I um, I was one of those typical guys. I really like to eat meat. Um like most people, I think, in America. And then, I um, do maybe 15 years ago, I got a phone call from an agent saying, would you like to meet this guy in Texas? He's a firefighter, got his whole firehouse to go vegan. And I thought, well, you know, I'll try it. So I met the guy, Rip Esselstyn, and we ended up writing three books together. And in order to write these books, I figured, well, you know, participatory journalism, if I'm going to write about veganism, I should try veganism. So I tried it, and that... Was great because within three weeks I was a whole food, plant based eater, and had been that way now for fifteen years. Well, that's often Would you say it completely
0: changed your life? What 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 would some of the benefits of that?
2: I wouldn't say it completely changed my life because you know I was on track to do whatever I was doing. I'm a writer, uh, but it certainly had its great benefits um, from a health point of view. Most of all, my cholesterol level, which is always really high, even though I thought I was eating really well. Nonetheless, my cholesterol was about 240, 250, and it went down to 200 within, I think it was only about three weeks. So all of a sudden my doctor's going, this couldn't have happened. How could you, you didn't take statins? How did you get your cholesterol levels so low? And I just said, you know, fruits, vegetables, legumes, and whole grains will do it. That's amazing. Okay. Well listen,
0: I am uh congratulations to that, uh to you doing that. Uh uh I've been vegan off and on for over twenty years. So I um I've reaped a lot of the benefits of that. You wrote a book, a new book, Seventy Two Reasons to Be a Vegan. Um, what caused you to write that book?
2: What was Um, your purpose? So I've written a lot about veganism in terms of health. I've written about veganism in terms of animal protection, in terms of the environment, and also in terms of athletic performance. But then people would say, well, you know, I'm interested in all – I want to know all of those things. I don't want to buy four different books. And I realized there, there wasn't a single book out there that said um, these are the reasons you should go vegan. So I figured, you know, if there's not a single book out there, then that means you're supposed to write it. So with my friend Kathy Freston, who's also written a number of books on veganism, we uh, wrote it together. Who did you write the book for? Uh, I wrote it for anybody who is what we call vegan curious. You know, you're thinking about being vegan, but you're not exactly ready to go there yet. We also wrote it for people who are vegan and... (laughs) You know, they're having trouble with their family. Their families are going, what are you doing? Why are you being vegan? What does vegan mean anyway? So this is a book for people who are interested in being vegan. It's also a book for vegans who want to convince their friends that maybe they should be vegan, too.
0: And to be vegan, it, it we're basically talking a plant-based diet. Is is that accurate?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and, again, there's a difference between being vegan and being uh a whole food, plant-based diet. I mean, you can be vegan and you can have potato chips and Diet Coke and be very unhealthy. If you're having a whole food, plant-based diet, then you're probably doing a lot of good for your health. That's really good. So tell us what we don't know about being vegan. <laughs> well, I don't know how well your audience knows anything about being vegan. You obviously know a great deal. I, I think the points that we usually try to make are you hear this word vegan and you think, um it's too difficult. I, I can't do that, I can't give up meat. Actually, um it's really easy to be vegan. Um and we don't talk about cutting out foods, we talk about crowding out foods. In other words, once you're vegan and you discover all these vegetables you never knew about, and all these great fruits and all of these legumes and all kinds of foods that, frankly, I didn't even know existed, the more you add those to your diet, then the less you end up eating the stuff that isn't so good for you. So it's really not about cutting stuff out as it is about crowding it out with all the really great foods that you're now going to start eating. That's great.
0: Okay, so tell me some of the symptoms that people might have uh, that would suggest maybe they should go on a plant-based diet.
2: Well, I think the number one symptom would be some kind of heart issue. Uh, for years, doctors refused to make that correlation between a um, your diet and your health. But in the last 10 or 15 years, it's become evident that an um, animal-based diet really has an effect on your arteries, your veins, your, your entire system. So um, if people are starting to have car- coronary issues, I think that's one of the major reasons that they should think about a plant-based diet. In fact... I wrote a book with a guy named Dr. Michael Greger, who's one of my heroes, and in that book called How Not to Die, we talk about the 15 leading causes of death in America and show how a plant-based diet can reverse or even prevent all of them.
0: That's awesome. Okay, well, listen, i got to take a quick break. When I come back, though... I want to dive into the, how do we change our mindset? How do we change the mind to be able to go from, you know, years or decades of eating a certain way now to switch it over into a a vegan uh, diet? I bet you addressed that in your book, 72 Reasons to Be Vegan. So I want to get it from from your your mouth to mine to our audiences. I want to connect with that. All right. So we'll take a break. Uh, We'll be right
3: back. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Hey, everybody, it's Tommy Dee,
4: the Nonprofit Sector Connector, coming at you from my attic.
3: You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
0: Well, if you just joined me, I'm speaking with New York Times best-selling author Gene Stone. He has a new book out, 72 Reasons to Be Vegan. And we're just about to dive into the mindset of a vegan because I think what happens is people start, uh, they get a good idea. They might even read the book. Uh, well, not your book. They can read a book. And uh, they, they really want to be a vegan. They want to change things up, but they get stuck in their own thinking. So how do, how do you change that up, Gene? And what do you suggest in your book?
2: Uh, that's a great question. Um, it, is, it, it can be very difficult. People think – to change their diet because diets are one of our major habits. We tend to eat the same things every day. If we've been eating hamburgers for lunch, then we continue to eat hamburgers. So what we want to do here is just to tell people to start, just to think about where your food comes from, to make conscious choices. And the more you think about your food and the more you think about your relationship, the relationship between your food and your health, the more likely you are to want to start eating more healthy. And again, as we talked about before, we're not telling you right away, cut everything out. You can't eat this. You can't eat that. What we're trying to say is there's so many great vegetables, so many great fruits. There's all kinds of great foods out there that you probably haven't tried. Try those. Go have a better salad. Go have some vegetables you never heard of. Try to start eating healthy and then see where that takes you. It's not going cold turkey. It's a journey. For some people, maybe it happens in a day. Other people I've known, maybe it's been a year, a slow evolution from being an animal kind of eater to being a plant-based eater.
0: I get it. Well, I remember uh, years when my daughters were uh, about 12 and 10. I showed them a video on where chickens come from, what they do with the chickens in the factories. And um, at the time, I was divorced from their mother. And um, they went home and said, Mom, we don't want to eat any more meat, no more meat. And uh, so they went completely uh, uh, meat free for many, many years. And um, you know, there's a good there's a good movie out there I was just thinking about where, you know, when you want to switch that mind, it's called Food Matters, because what you said was, you know, find out where it comes from. I think Food Matters is one of those good movies on Netflix that uh uh you can you can dive into that. All right. So uh, listen, here's the good news. More and more people are becoming vegan uh around the world through in the United States and I everything. Mean, why why is that happening, Gene? What what do you think is going on?
2: Well, there are um Four reasons uh, people become vegan: uh, they do it for their health, which is increasingly becoming a reason for people who are well. Usually, it's people over the age of 40, because below 40, don't think you have any health issues. Um, people become vegan for animal protection reasons, like you were just talking about with your daughters. Um, there's that Paul McCartney quote: if slaughterhouses had glass walls, there wouldn't be any slaughterhouses. The more we become aware of what we do to animals, the more we think maybe we shouldn't be hurting them and eating them and doing all those bad stuff. Um, Then there's the issues of the environment. We now know more and more that animal agriculture is one of the leading causes of climate change. So if you're an environmentalist and you're not vegan, you really need to have to think about what does it really mean to be an environmentalist? And then there's also athletic performance. There was a documentary, maybe you saw it, called Game Changers that came out last year, and in that documentary, they interview athletes all over the world who went from an animal-based diet to a plant-based diet and discovered, wow, their performance was just much better on plants.
0: So if, uh, if you're listening to the show, so we're giving you reasons why this might work for you, right? You know, if you can't do it for yourself, well, maybe you do it for your family. If you can't do it for your family, maybe you do it for the, uh, for the animals or the planet. Or, you know, there are reasons to, to do this. And mm-hmm. I think you have to find your own reason, what, what uh, most, most benefits you. But the bottom line is is that you are going to be healthier, you're going to live longer, in my, uh, I believe, and you're going to have a higher quality of life. No matter what you, how long you live, you will have a higher quality of life if you go to a plant-based diet. That's been my experience, um, and I am an athlete. I'm a triathlete. Um, going to be turning seventy here. I'm still working out, still doing my thing, and you know that a lot of that is because of plant-based diets. So
2: you're, you're about to turn. So you're going to be turning seventy. Yeah, me too. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yep.
2: So, so there you go. That's that's it around. right there. My my doctor says every time I go see him, he says I can't believe how healthy you are, and I can't say, well, if if you could just do the plant based diet, you could believe it. It's amazing, and my doctor says, see you later.
0: I you don't I, you don't really need to come in once a year. Come on in and say hi. <laughs> right. right. So, uh, all right. So listen, the the book itself, uh, seventy two reason to be
2: vegan. Where can people get the book, uh, Gene? Uh, anywhere you get a book uh, these days. Most people go online if it's. Uh, Amazon, obviously, Barnes & Noble, um, Bookstore.org is a consortium of independent bookstores if you like to support your independent bookstores. And, of course, now that uh, COVID-19 is lifting somewhat, bookstores are opening again, and I'd like to think you can buy this book at every single bookstore in America. I'd
0: like to think that, too. All right. So uh, let, me, let me ask you this. Um, why 72 reasons, Not why
2: not one reason? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Um, you know what happened with 72 is we actually made a decision. Um, you know, we had thought about 100 reasons, or 150, or 75. And then we realized as we were writing the book, um, we, we didn't want to limit ourselves. We didn't want to have more reasons than we wanted because we wanted to reach a number. We didn't have less reasons and cut out the ones we liked. So actually 72 is just, what we came to, we got to seventy-two reasons. We thought they were the best ones, and we stopped. Okay, that's very simple. That's so all- number one,
0: what what would you say is the number one reason that, to go vegan?
2: Uh, the number one reason. I, I got to say, I, I there are people who are health vegans. There are people who are animal protection, environmental, athletic performance. I, I believe so strongly in all of them. I really do believe if you're interested in health, if you're interested in animals, if you're interested in the environment, and if you want to be a better (laughs) athlete. So I think there are four reasons. I love it.
0: All right, listen, I got to take another quick break. When I come back, though, let's talk about fads, uh, diet fads, and health fads, and fads in America, and uh, how does that fit into uh, being a vegan? Uh, Or maybe it doesn't. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back everybody we're talking about the courage to be a vegan i have new york times best-selling author gene stone with me today he's got a new book out 72 reasons to be vegan and we've been covering some of those reasons if you've just uh, joined us uh encourage you to go back and listen to this this is a powerful show <clears throat> gene um fads you know a lot of fads out there diet fads health fads um how does that, uh, is this another fad? Is just uh, veganism another fad, or is this something that's going to stick with us?
2: Oh, well, obviously, I totally believe it will stick. Um, there are so many fads out there. Um, I don't even know if you remember. In the 80s, there was this big fad for the grapefruit diet, and people were just eating grapefruits. We've had the Atkins diet, where people were eating as much meat as possible. Um, the paleo diet, we the keto diet that's popular right now. Um, but this isn't a diet per se. This is actually a way to change pretty much your mindset about food in, in general. And it's been started, you know, I guess it started back in 48, 1948. So we're talking about uh, over 70 years of veganism growing and growing. And if you look at the statistics, in fact, I think it's something like 6% of Americans are now either vegan or vegan ish. And every year it just keeps getting larger so no i i don't see this as, as fat at all in fact i wouldn't be surprised if in uh, 10 years being vegan is considered to be you know pretty normal and in fact very acceptable and extremely common yeah who would you say can't be a vegan or shouldn't be a vegan um <laughs> no one's ever asked that before um I, I, I suppose that maybe if there's some medical issues somebody has somewhere that I've never heard of or that nobody else I know has ever run into, maybe they shouldn't. Um, but I certainly can't think of any particular reason why everybody couldn't do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's really a mindset of switching, like you said, switching up what we're eating um, and being able to... Uh, to do something different. You know, here here's what I've I've found <clears throat> with helping people to uh, break uh, old patterns, old habits, and first thing, you know, there. Sometimes we go through a, a little stage of grief where we're sad, you know, that we're going to give up this food or whatever, which is fine. But, you know, once we go through that stage, once we, you know, and you, you can even journal about it if you're one of my listeners, journal about it. You know, this is what I'm going to do. Well, I'm going to give up this, this, and this, okay? But you're really not giving up anything. You're really moving towards your, your dreams. You're t- moving towards a healthier, vital body. You're moving towards uh, a body image that you, you like because veganism just balances everything out. It's actually a natural way of uh, of living is what i found. So if... um. If you you know if you journal a little bit about it and you you go within yourself and you just, you know, write out why why am I going to do this get clear with your purpose I think you'll uh, you'll really excel with this uh, I know that I really want my listeners to really have the most healthy vital joyful life that they can and this is one of the ways to do it uh, Gene I'm sure you've found that to be true
2: Oh, yeah I I do I also would add to everything that you said which I totally agree with. Is it's also interesting to keep a food log. A lot of people don't realize what they're eating because eating can be so unconscious. You just sort of snack on this or eat that. So um, I really encourage people to start keeping a food log even before they go thinking about being plant-based or vegan. Um, and then you get a better sense of, God, I, I had no idea I ate that much, or look at all the junk food I'm eating. And and the more you're aware, the more you're conscious of your food choices, I think the more open you are to choosing foods that are more healthy and make you feel better. That's really good. One of the apps that I
0: use is an app called MyPlate. I don't get any uh, any revenue from uh, telling you about it, but it's it's a good one. But there's plenty of uh, apps out there that, that will track your calorie uh, and food intake, and also your exercise. This one does your exercise too, so that you get really clear. You know, you, you have a base with what you weigh, what your cholesterol is, what your heart rate is, and all that. So, um, it's it's good, good. You know, so I agree with you. We got to track it, right? Got to got to know where you're going to know where you're, you you know, know where you've been to know where you're going. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Alrighty. Um, any final thoughts about the book uh, that we can uh, share with the audience? We got about a minute.
2: Um. Again, I, I just um, really feel strongly, as I said, this is a, I think this is my 10th book on the subject. Um, so yeah, I totally feel that if you could just try it, it's, we're not saying cut out all meat tomorrow. We're not saying you have to be this or you're a bad person. We're just really saying, look, here are 72 reasons why you might want to think about being vegan. One of them is going to appeal to you, maybe 10 of them, maybe 30. And the more of the reasons you read, the more you may discover wow, you know, I really do want to be vegan, and this is the chance to do it. There's never, ever been an easier time to go vegan than right now with all the great foods out there, the Impossible Burgers and the Cashew Creams and the oat milks. So give it a try.
0: Yep, even uh, even Costco carries a whole bunch of yeah. vegan <laughs> foods. All yeah. right, Gene, thank you so much for being my guest today. I really appreciate you being here, and hope you come back and share with us again uh, about being vegan. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Well, I want to thank all of you for joining me today. And again, if you'd like to get Gene Stone's new book, uh, The uh, 72 Reasons to Be Vegan, you can get it on Amazon on Barnes & Noble, uh, anywhere good books are sold. Also, you can order my latest book, The Courage to Change Everything, at couragetochange.us. And I encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you don't miss any of our shows. You can also see our replays either on YouTube or at VoicesOfCourage.us. Until next time, I hope you continue to see the unseeable, to know the unknowable, and to do the impossible.
3: You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24
1: hours a day.
0: Well, hello and welcome, everybody. This is your host, Ken Foster. Today is a brilliant day for shifting some of the challenges that you have in your life, wouldn't you say? Listen, uh, you know, uh, have you ever felt uh, that you have some stuff inside of you that you feel like you really need to move, but you don't know what it is. Maybe you're having money issues. Maybe there's relationship challenges going on. Maybe you're having a problem with a business partner. Or maybe you just don't have the energy that you used to have, and or you're having some health challenges. Wouldn't it be amazing if you could just change that up and change it up quickly? Well, you can. And I have found a practitioner that I've actually experienced his work myself. So I'm coming from experience and you can move some energy out of your body, out of your system like this. Wait till you hear about this today. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Probably going to take your life to another level. I'll be right back. Alrighty, Hey, I love that last commercial. Didn't you? You know, we're talking about tuning into that force, that power, that passion, that joy, that love, that energy that's within you. Now, how do you have that power and passion every single day? Well, listen, I'm going to tell you this. You got to let go of the old subconscious beliefs that are in there driving your life. And when you do, you'll have more freedom. Why am I telling you that? Because I have the most amazing guest today. I'm going to introduce him. His name is Bill McKenna. Bill is the, uh, well, he's an author. He's a speaker. He's the founder of Cogno Movement. He's also a whole bunch of other things. He's got energy like I was talking about. He's been a marathon runner. He's uh, been a helicopter uh, pilot. He is a former, uh, former adrenaline junkie. And he is also a spiritual teacher. He is a man that... Knows how to shift energy inside of bodies really quickly, and uh, he's so much more than that. He is also the founder of Cogno Movement, which is a movement that is sweeping the world right now and helping people to step into their passion and the power. Bill, welcome to the show. It's great to have you, my friend.
4: Oh, thanks, Ken. It is just such an honor to work with you and uh, and to see your your evolution is.
0: Well you know my evolution is uh, has been taking place as a result of working with you so I'm, I'm so happy that uh, we, I can have you on the show today and we can do this listen uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about how did cogno movement start where did you get into this was this something that um, you know we'll, we'll be telling our about co movement in a minute but was this something that came immediately like a download you know a spiritual experience or did it come over time? How did you find these techniques to be able to shift energy so quickly in the body?
4: Well, uh, that's a really great question. It, it all started, uh, interestingly enough with wrecking my yacht in Mexico. I, uh, you know, I, at the time I had no interest in any of this type stuff, but I, I went through this kind of awakening, uh, after that happened and, uh, Anyway, I began to forgive and then I, and this, uh, everything started to change. Uh, I began to study all kinds of modalities, uh, ended up spending about a decade uh, in a, sitting in a room every Saturday, helping you know the throngs of people one after the next come in with whatever issue that they might have. And through that process, I, get, I began to see um, things from another perspective. I began to see what worked, what didn't work, And all of a sudden the pieces of the puzzle kind of like snapped together and I was able to come up with this method to make help people to make Rapid, permanent change uh, in all the ways that it needs to happen.
0: Well, well, you know. Person. Let me ask you this: you know, change is something that is difficult for a lot of people. You know, um, you know, people right now over the last year, uh, you know, they a lot of their their challenges have come up: health challenges, uh, challenges in business, challenges not having money. Uh, a lot of things have come up: stress, overworking, underworking. You know, a lot of things coming up for people. And I, I know that people want to be happy, joyous, and free of these kind of the uh, negative kind of situations coming up in their life. Why is change so hard for us?
4: Yeah, that is. You know, that's a really good question. You know. The truth is, is that we have been changing all our lives. At one point you wore a diaper and then you, then you didn't. You know, uh, there's been just one change after the next. You went to grammar school, high school, college, and every step along the way there was change. You're not the same person today as you were in the past. But the reason that change is so very hard is because of our subconscious. When we were between the ages of zero and seven, we were in a theta brainwave state. This theta brainwave state is the same state as you're in when you get hypnotized. And there's all kinds of information coming at you, mom and dad and that sort of thing, or other siblings, the TV, you get programmed during that stage. That's what happens when you're in this theta brainwave state. So these things become your belief and uh and here's the cool well the cool thing now that you're going to understand it is that your subconscious expresses itself through the physical body as a feeling so i have a feeling whatever it is uh and then uh that stimulates a thought so then it's just a cycle the thoughts and feelings, one stimulates the other. It happens so fast that we don't even realize it. And we'll justify all of our feelings, our decisions, we'll make decisions, we would justify whatever it is. So let,
0: let me let me encapsulate that a little bit. So um what what I'm hearing you say is that um, and here's here's what science and research has found also that the subconscious mind is running about ninety to ninety five percent of all of our actions that we do on a consistent basis unless you have freed yourself from the subconscious thinking and the subconscious mind. And you'll never be a hundred percent free because we want we want subconscious mind working on things like when we drive a car. But here's the point: it is the subconscious mind that's over the feeling, and the feeling is over the action, the actions over the result, and the results over your destiny. So if we are, if the subconscious mind is result is r- running your life, right, Bell? You know, and you you're having these feelings. You know, you're feeling you feel like crap. You're not going to do anything, right? Or you're responding or reacting to people. That's gonna that's gonna result in in um, uh, repetitive patterns in business, in life, in every area. And what's gonna happen is you're you are gonna stay stuck. So what what I've experienced with cognitive movement is that with Bill, he comes in and he undoes what's in that subconscious mind so that you can start now having more freedom to actually make conscious choice
4: that actually actually makes sense. How does that sound, Bill? Is that about right? That's right. That's right. And what we do is we um, do it in a way that's um, very easy. When I say it's very easy is you feel how you feel, you feel, let yourself feel whatever it is. And then this, then you do the process and we're working through your body to break that cycle.
0: That's oh, I weird. love that. Listen, yeah. when i, I got to take a quick break. When I come back, I want us to define really quickly what cognitive movement is about. And then I want to get into the science behind it, if we can do that. I think our listeners would really enjoy that. So we'll be right back.
1: There comes a time when you know you need to restart and regain control of your life. A time to seek freedom from the anxiety, addiction, and other issues that may be bringing you down. A time to heal and re-emerge as the real you. Villa Kalima is a holistic residential recovery program exclusively for women for individualized treatment. Villa Kalima offers proven clinical and holistic therapies for the mind, body, and spirit to assure sustainable recovery. Villa Kalima focuses on healing the cause, not temporarily masking symptoms. It's the only way to truly recover and find yourself again. Villa Kalima is located in a beautiful, peaceful, resort-like setting and is a licensed, and accredited residential treatment center accepting a variety of health insurances. Start your healing and renewal today by calling Villa Kalima in La Costa, California at 760-814-8214. 760-814-8214. Villa Kalima, a place for transformation.
0: Well, welcome back everybody. We're talking today about transforming your life in many ways and I'm with the founder of Cogno Movement who is also, also an amazing author and speaker and transformational leader in this community. Bill McKenna, I want to ask you what is the Cogno Movement about? Tell me tell me in maybe uh, just you know tell me tell me what this uh, Cognome Movement is uh is doing for people.
4: So cognitive movement is helping people to change their minds, but they we do it through their body. Changing your mind can be extraordinarily difficult because you get a feeling in your body. Uh, that feeling is generated by your subconscious. So what we do is we eliminate the feeling in the body. And if you can't feel it, then you're not going to think it. And this is an amazing thing that goes and can be applied to everything from your cravings for chocolate cake or ice cream or white wine to I hate my boss. Uh, my wife irritates me. My husband, he doesn't help. Well, All of these things are, are things that you can nearly instantly change the way you feel, and the thoughts just evaporate. You no longer have to fight your way through a fear; you just don't feel it anymore. And then what happens is change becomes so easy because uh, there's there's no resistance to it.
0: I really like that, Bill. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's. Uh, uh... That's something that I think so many of us need, that we, we you know, when there are feelings that are coming up uh, for people consistently and people are pushing your buttons and it's not working. And, and, you know, I think that's one of the warning signs is when, you know, somebody says something to you and all of a sudden you feel it in your body, you know, maybe you feel some kind of a negative energy or you feel angry or you feel upset. Um, there's something inside there to heal. So uh, cognitive movement can help us do that. Tell me uh, a little bit about the science behind it. What is what is working here? How is this actually working?
4: Okay. All right. So uh, I'm going to combine a little bit of the science and a story about a woman who, hey, she had three kids and a husband, you know, the three kids are are in that preteen area. And she came to me and she was like, I'm, I'm going to divorce him. You know, he's, uh, he's doing this, that, and the other thing. And I just don't, I'm done with him. Uh, so what, uh, ended up happening is, um, we did this test. It's called a bio-well. There's a, there is a device that you put your finger in and it can measure the electrical charge in every single organ in your body. Now, this, this device, uh, measures sympathetic parasympathetic and the electrical charge for, you know, liver, kidney, so on and so forth. And with this woman, she measured out and had very low energy and m- many of the, the organs were out of balance, sympathetic, parasympathetic. So we ended up doing the cognitive movement exercise and in the process, she, um, the, the issue, she felt it leave her body and, and she no longer hated her husband. And matter of fact, she was able to see the good things about him and then started a feeling of love for him emerged. Imagine that. I hate him. I'm getting divorced. And then, you know, an hour later, I love this person and I don't have any negative feelings about him, right? Forgiveness becomes so easy when you don't have a negative feeling. Well, mm-hmm. what ended up happening after the fact, we took the exact same test after the fact, her energy doubled, and I mean an electrical charge, I'm not like woo woo, you know, it's an actual electrical charge in all of the different organs, doubled. And, and all of the organs that were out of balance went into balance, sympathetic, parasympathetic. So with this, what happens is um, so much more brain activity happens, you your left and right hemispheres of your brain come into balance and these brain waves that you have which are related to an overactive subconscious subdue we actually have these brain scans now that were done by a laboratory of somebody before and after cognitive movement and we found that that when you're having a lot of those feelings that there's this hyperactivity at at a certain brain wave, the theta brain wave, which is related with the subconscious, and it becomes almost agitated. And, and with cognomovement, movement, you'll find that the entire thing subdues to a fraction. So you're getting a neurological, um, uh, bump, uh, not only in your body, but in your brain as well.
0: Wow. Well, that, that was my experience uh, working with cognitive movement with you, Bill. I, um, what I felt it, at one point, you know, I felt energy like in my heart. Um, and then, you know, we cleared and then it went uh, down in my gut. <laughs> we cleared again. It went into my left knee. We cleared again. And then it went out. And quite frankly, I, I had a, a, a complete sense of peace is what I, I would experience. With uh, with the movement of that energy out of my body, then I'd try to go back and think about that, those those uh, the things that upset me, and I'd realize that I don't have any energy around it. I still have the memory, but I don't have any energy around it, and so it just completely shifted. And as a result of that, uh, I have to tell you, for me, um, I had uh, some. Uh, people uh, show up in my life that really have helped me take the, my life to the next level. And some money showed up and some some uh, amazing experiences uh, that were outside of the ordinary things that show up for me after I went through the cognitive movement. So I, I can say it was, uh, it was a good experience for me. Uh, Bill, I want to ask you... Uh, you know, I know you got an event coming up, uh, you know, it's, kinda, it's coming up here on May the or April 17th at 9 a.m., um, Money Miracles. Um, you want to talk about that for just a second where people can find out about that?
4: Sure. Um, so if you go to uh, cognomovement.com forward slash courage Uh, you'll see that there there's also some special offers just for you as the uh, courage listeners so we put together an entire thing just for you there on the website if you'd like Uh, you'll also see some of the scientific testing in the about page where you can see what happens to your energy we can you got uh, graphics that you can uh, take a look at the science uh, of this Um, and one of the things go ahead.
2: Ken. Oh, I
0: was gonna say so if they um uh, if they can't make the April seventeenth event and you know, we're pre recording this also. We're also doing this live, so that's what we're talking about this for the live audience. Um if you can't make that though, that well, I wanna just reiterate that. You've got some uh, some things on the website that people can find out about, learn about, just go to cognomovement.com forward slash courage and you'll you'll get those bonuses. That's what I want to say.
4: That's correct. Uh, so you're got, you' got well we have lots of offers there for you uh, being Courage listeners. There's one other thing that I wanted to uh, mention for you, and that is that a realization, a realization has come out of this cogno movement. And that is that through the science, we have discovered that what we hold against somebody else we hold against ourselves literally we can it's measurable in every organ in your body we can do this and when you release it not only on a biological level neurological level that there's this increase in energy and balance that occurs in between uh, your sympathetic parasympathetic But the reality outside of you changes. I no longer feel that way. But the most amazing things begin to happen in people's lives. Like Ken just talked about a few minutes ago. Complete shifts. The uh, woman that I talked about earlier, um, she went back to her family. You know, the one that resented how how, um, her husband was. And one of the one of the things that came out of it was a couple weeks after she said her daughter came to her and said mommy i like how our family is now and so you know it was something that that was really great because it was the restoration of a family and that is the one of the wonderful things about Cogno movement is being able to create change uh, almost without effort that you, whether it's money or whether it's relationships or whether it's how you feel about yourself or craving, you merely can allow yourself to feel that way and exploit the natural neurological systems in your body. And that's what cognitive movement does. It exploits a natural response that your neurology has. Well, it
0: uh, it uh, is a, a technique that I believe will benefit many, many people, Bill. And um, I think that, uh, you know, when you have a secret that can help people get rid of their uh, emotional baggage, uh, that can help them get rid of their cravings, that can help them get rid of their... Um, maybe even uh, some of their self-esteem issues. <laughs> um, this this is uh, this is something that I think everybody needs to know about. At the bottom of your screen, uh, we've put up cognomovement.com that you can uh, find there. And of course, if you put in the uh, cognomovement.com forward slash courage. If you put in the courage, there's some additional bonuses for you there. So, just wanted to give you a heads up on that. Bill, um, any final thoughts on Cognitive Movement, and um, what 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 do you want to say? Uh, maybe a final story on maybe a transformation of uh, yourself or uh, maybe one of the clients.
4: Well, since we're since we have this upcoming seminar on uh, this weekend, uh, it's a uh, on Saturday the i'll make this story about money um i've had so many uh customers that this is a core kind of issue right they're they're having financial issue and what what this does cogno movement is it releases those stuck emotions uh, that got programmed in our subconscious the very first cognitive movement session was a guy who he uh, I didn't know it at the time, but he uh, was afraid of retiring. And the reason he was afraid of retiring is because he thought he was going to buy a trailer and move out to the desert and, you know, he'd be with the tumbleweeds, <laughs> you know, there would be no, no, uh, nothing, uh, but just, uh, um, slamming screen doors and, uh, you know, he'd be hung over out there. Anyway, we, uh, had him feel all that anxiety about that and what ended up happening is he felt this heat in his belly and then his and then he felt like he was going to have a heart attack and he started choking and then it and then he felt this headache and it left fast forward six months he's uh he not only didn't feel that way anymore but he had purchased some real estate that cash flow day one he took his he took his garage and turned it into apartment more cash flow for him and 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 today, this is years later, he's retired and, and doing well, paid everything off, living a whole different life. Not only not only that, but there's been people who I I had one last week from uh from Greece that just sent me a picture. She wanted a new Porsche S four. See, that was her big deal, right? And so we cleared a lot of the anxiety. For her, there was fear if I get the Porsche X four then S four then then uh she's gonna have all kinds of other problems in her life. Anyway, we're able to clear up all kinds of things and boom. Porsche S four, so wow. it. Um, I, well, even you that, know, that's as, you amazing, as you mentioned. That's
0: what, listen, Bill, I, I've got
4: I've got to get going here.
0: So um, I just want to thank you for, uh, and we could go on forever and ever. And I bet you got so many stories about transformation. Uh, maybe we can come back and do this one more time soon. I'd love that. You know, all right, that'd, that'd be, be great. Good. So, um, thank you for being here and thank you for your wisdom and thank you for putting the Cogno movement together. It's uh, sure making a difference in so many people's lives, including my own. So, I really appreciate it, Bill. Thank you. Thank you, Ken. So, if you would like to find out more about Cogno movement, go to cognomovement.com forward slash courage to find out more about your own transformation. Also, I want to encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, so that you never miss an episode. And if you'd like to see some of the past episodes, you can find them at VoicesOfCourage.us, VoicesOfCourage.us. And for those of you that uh, are continuing to watch us, uh, I want to thank you for letting your family and your friends and everybody you know out there know about us. Thank you so much. So from my heart to yours, until we meet again, keep seeing the unseeable, knowing the unknowable, and do the impossible.
3: You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.